0: This week, I uh, was uh, just hanging around Twitter, and uh, I saw a tweet from Dom2K uh, from YouTube. And th- basically, he tweeted out that, uh, this was right after the Pelicans game, and basically he was like saying that uh, K- Kuzma is kind of the new KCP. And I, I don't know if you knew, but uh, like <laughs> Lakers fan hated KCP at the beginning. They were like calling him trash, they were calling him useless. And a lot of fans also hate KCP because of uh, the Clutch uh, connection because um, his representative is Rich Paul, and Rich Paul runs uh, a, basically a player agency called Clutch, and it's kind of like shadowed owned by LeBron. It's never been confirmed. But anyways, they, Lakers fans hated KCP at the beginning, and basically Dom2K said, Kuzma's the new KCP, <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. I scrolled through the comments, the responses to that tweet, and someone said, no, we didn't hate KCP at the beginning. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, bro, the hate for KCP was on overdrive. And (laughs) it was just like a random, it was just a random tweet. I was just stating a fact they hated KCP at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. And so basically, and then I just kept getting like notifications from Twitter, and it was just a bunch of random people liking my tweet. I'm assuming Lakers fans and i basically ended the day with about 40 tweets or 40 tweets 40 likes on my tweet and the previous most i've ever gotten was like 13 and so like <laughs> i'm just like wow and then, man lakers fans must love me maybe not, they're not so bad after all i'm just kidding i, I still hate lakers fans mhm <laughs> okay um hey guys uh welcome to sack king's therapy um my name is owen i am joined by a somewhat angry <laughs> fong legacy today because uh i just told him what happened at a super showdown for you uh wwe fans uh yeah and you know i'm also not very happy about the result i won't spoil it for you guys but yeah not a very happy camper about i no. uh, not a very happy wrestling fan right now
1: oh no oh no 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 no
0: Okay, so um, so let, let's get into it. Uh, we'll first recap the this week's games. Uh, we are recording this on the twenty eighth of February, and we just wa- finished watching the Memphis game. But we'll start with at the beginning of the week uh, versus the Warriors. I call these guys the nine and seventy three Warriors. I wish I came up with that name earlier in the season because they are an awful team. Uh, they've won more than nine games, of course, but they are the re- absolute reverse of the. 73 and 9 Warriors. Uh, So, what summarizes this game? Um, Let let me start by saying this. We had 10 turnovers during the game. We shot 19 for 34 from the free throw line. And we had just sloppy play after sloppy play where Kings players clearly almost didn't just didn't even try. And we still won by 18. That is the perfect summarization of this Warriors team. There's some people call it the G League uh, Santa Cruz Warriors. It was an absolute disgrace of a game. I I've watched only about the first quarter because, like, I usually don't want to stay up because, uh, you know, these games start kind of late for me for the most part, and. If I finish watching a game, it's like, it's way past my bedtime, and I get, I get like, antsy, I get angry, I get too excited, and I can't sleep for the rest of the night. So, I stopped watching the first quarter, and uh, it was just watching, like, some of these guys play, I'm just like, what in the hell was this?
1: Yeah, I gotta say, it was a pretty lackluster game in terms of uh, basketball that I've seen previously, but... Uh... Like, yeah, it's,
0: mean, it's really hard to, for me to imagine that these guys are pros. I, You know, I, I hate being that guy who's, like, saying, you know, I could do better. I can't, and I know that, but, like, boy, it was ugly to
1: watch. I mean, if we're comparing to, like, seasons prior for the Warriors, it's a, I think I'd say it's a whole other, utter, like, it's a different team, of course. Uh, a lot of uh, new players, a lot of players that you don't expect to be a warrior
0: well you know they don't have much of a choice they kind of hard cap themselves with the d'angelo thing i, I don't know how the mechanics of that work but basically they can't really sign any better players like <laughs> literally um mm. so yeah uh, again uh so one of the key stats of the game uh 19 for 34 from the free throw line on the kings side absolutely horrible this game should not have been anywhere close i I of course I didn't watch this game, but I was following through Twitter, and it was it was a, a close game. It was like around a ten point game for a long time up until uh, the, the fourth quarter when Buddy Hield finally decided just start bombing from three. Uh, notable stats of the night: Harrison Barnes went twenty and two 2 uh, 20 points, twenty one points. Sorry, De'Aaron Fox at twenty one, four uh, for nine from the free throw line. Um, this I don't yeah I feel like he should just start using. Legs on his free throws. Bogdan Bogdanovich had 17 points, went six from 10 from the field. Uh, but healed, as I said, started bombing from three in the fourth quarter. He finished with five for 10 from, from three for 19 points. Uh, was plus 14. Kent Bazemore was a plus 24 with nine points and 10 rebounds. Jeez. Uh, however, it did go three three for eight from the free throw line, adding to that horrendous 19 for 34 uh, percentage from the line. Us uh, so on the Warriors side, uh, I mean, Marquise Chris at 21 points, pretty pointless points. <laughs> that sounds funny. Uh, I mean, Andrew Sacram- Wiggins,
1: go ahead, no, no, Sacramento native.
0: Oh, yeah, Sacramento native. Apparently, we
1: passed on him and he was pissed. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, let's not talk about that year of the trade because. Uh, I
0: mean, also he's all that, He's not all
1: that good. I'm not. I'm not mad. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean yeah. I mean, either either way, we we just got screwed anyway.
0: Uh, Andrew Wiggins had 16 points. Uh, kind of came back down to earth after kind of getting Warriors fans all excited, like, oh he, oh he could, uh, he could fit into our offense more. He's like a better version of Harrison Barnes. He could just spot up. He had 16 points, zero rebounds. One assist and a steal and no steals. Pretty hard to do. He's six seven. I thought he was like six six. He's super athletic. You you can't you, you can't get no rebounds and you play what thirty one minutes. Yeah, with classic and classic Andrew Wiggins. Uh, let, <laughs> let, let's not let's not talk about this game anymore. Uh, a quick quick little uh, just tidbit. Uh, I I just watched uh, this this was a a week ago, but uh, when Russ played against the Warriors last week. He went at the bench and just I, I, f- I forgot what the exact play was. I think he fouled a Damian Lee and uh, basically started just trying to start shit with the Warriors players for no reason. And uh, basically, uh, it's like it's fun to see in a way because he—I think he legitimately hates the Warriors. It's just kind of fun to see in a way. Although it kind of—he also gives gives me vibes of just being kind of just ass as an asshole? Like what why was he yelling at Clay on the bench? <laughs> like what in the hell? And Clay's just going back like why are you why are you mad,
1: bro? I mean, like we said, Russ has been competing in the playoffs for many years of OKC and the Warriors of course are always that barrier between him and the finals for the I past guess. I don't know how many years.
0: Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, he lost his he lost his darling to
1: you know,
0: the Warriors, the guy that carried <laughs> that carried him all the way up to those po- all the way up to that point. Anyways, it's still real to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a quick, uh, quick little note. Uh, Free Dawkins will no longer be supplying uh, YouTube uh, highlights for games anymore. Uh, these next two games I actually had to watch on. or, or Well, I, I watched the full game, but uh, I had to watch the highlights on NBA dot com. And, you know, they're, they're OK for the most part still Mm -hmm. kind of weird watching from NBA.com now or the NBA uh, channel.
1: So uh, I've read a comment from uh, Adam Silver saying uh, or answering from a reporter asking, why aren't we like cracking down on these type of YouTube channels? Because they're like showing highlights. That's like, that's revenue right there. And Adam Silver responded back saying that, No, that's marketing because you know a lot uh, a lot of people around the world don't have access to uh live tv or live games so it's like a real nice way to get like nba highlights without you know of course paying for it i guess in a way of course it's free marketing (laughs) that's
0: actually in like i actually like i actually really like adam silver he you know, like I don't want to sound like an like a dick saying this, but like you know, there's a little bit of kind of an idealism with him, like meaning that he kind he definitely believes in certain like in a perfect world and where you know money doesn't kind of get in the way. And unfortunately, in this case, it's about money.
1: Hmm. That's the reason why yeah. it's gone. So. I don't know how much money he's. I mean, NBA would be losing, but I assume it'd be a lot, huh?
0: Uh, I mean, I
1: don't know, like,
0: because like most of their money still comes from TV ratings and Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how much money they really get from this. And honestly, if if it really is (laughs) like what I think it is, like, you know, just pure money grab for the NBA, that's pretty scummy.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Okay, moving on to uh, Thursday, February 27th at OKC. Um, Well. Uh, so we actually were pretty doing pretty well for for the first two quarters. We built up uh, an eleven point lead going into the half. Bogey played, eh, Bogey actually didn't play well for the game, but Bealitsa, uh, mm-hmm. Harry Giles, my God, mm-hmm. that man was playing well. Um, Buddy yeah. Heel was lighting it up, and then the third quarter happened. Uh, funny story. I was um, I j- basically I had to go eat. So I missed basically the entire third quarter. I had to. I basically had to go eat right when Belly hit that three over, I forgot who, but basically we went up, I think, 18 at that point. And I was like, wow, it's nice. We, uh, we actually, we're actually going to win this game because I didn't, I was not chalking us up to win this game. I, I was expecting us to lose this one. Mm-hmm. And I come back and I see the score and I said these, these, these exact words, what the fuck? really like we lost how we lose that lead like that was and any and then i continued to, we proceeded to watch a very tight game a very exciting game for the most part where uh kings somehow were in the bonus with a good 10 minutes to go in the quarter
1: Hmm. yeah six straight fouls within two minutes of playing the fourth quarter that's that's ridiculous That that has to be a record right uh, i don't know it's like especially in the fourth quarter you can't you can't blow that
0: i know and you know it, it is what it is sometimes but like well, god that was that was painful to watch um yeah uh we ended up losing the game um just we did manage to kind of make a late run uh buddy he missed the three that pro that would have brought it to one and it was just free throws from then on
1: Mm-hmm. Man. And uh,
0: no, notable scores: uh, Harrison Barnes had 21 points that game, uh, 21, five, and three, five assists and three rebounds. Uh, Corey Joseph had six points and 11 assists. That's actually pretty impressive. Uh, Nemanja Beolitsa 18 points, nine rebounds. Uh, Harry Giles with his, I think it's his career high: 19 points, seven rebounds, and one assist. Only one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oogie did not have a good game, however. Uh, eleven points, uh, two f- two for nine from three, four for eleven overall did hit a pretty clutch three to bring it within I think three uh, late in the game, mm. although we did not end
1: up pulling it out. Um,
0: but he healed fifteen points, made five threes. And uh, yeah, that's about it.
1: yeah. We a total of thirty three free fouls,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, it's just not it, it was just it was just ugly to watch because. Again, I was not expecting them to win this game. Um, mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, I got actually got my prediction right. I predicted they go two for one. Uh, so <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't expecting them to win this game, but it gave me hope when you know they go up nineteen. You don't expect them to blow, although in this new era, you know, nineteen point leads aren't really what they used to be anymore. But still, to kind of blow that lead, and it brings me to this idea, this thing that I thought of. So. Me, me and so Fong, me and you, we we met in uh, we well, we, got, we met in basically high school and we bonded okay. through Naruto. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of just a fun analogy. So, uh, in so as Naruto, as you know, hardcore Naruto fans, uh, I'll try and explain this to anyone who's not a Naruto fan. Uh, so in Naruto, uh, the original series, one of the main themes of that of the an, of the anime was the idea of loneliness. And the two main characters were both very lonely fellas. Uh, Sa- Sasuke uh, w- had, once had a family. Unfortunately, his family was, mur- was murdered by, um, spoilers, um, I won't say who, but his family was murdered. And because of that, he grew up with much of his adolescence being very lonely. Naruto in the same vein, however, but he was lonely all the way from the start. He never had a family, so all he ever knew was being lonely. And so during, I think, around, I think it was episode 130 of the original series, the two of them fight, and they have a essentially a philosophical debate during that fight. Sasuke, the man who, or the, the child who had lost his family at a young age, was lamenting over the fact that he, he, became, he, he was more lonely than Naruto because he had a family and he lost it all. And that's what devastated him to become who he is. But Naruto is saying that he never knew what it was like to have a family, and therefore that his loneliness was just as powerful. Now, now you might be asking, where am I going with this? So my, I guess the analogy to this game would be, would it have been better to actually have never led than to have gotten a 19-point lead and to completely see it just
1: die? So, in my opinion, I would say it'd be best to fall short, but never lead. Because I, in my opinion, it's best that we continue to, you know, fight on alongside the leading scorer. But yeah, even though we fall short, we know that we fought on and so uh, whatnot
0: interesting I, I actually would take the other route just because i feel that you know having built up that lead um just uh, it's gonna sound so cheesy having that family like would have taught <laughs> you what it's like to have a family and what you got to do to maintain it of course we lost it all you know, and this is kind of where the analogy starts to kind of dissipate but like we you know, we lost that. We lost that lead, and I think there are things that you can learn from how we built up the lead and what we need to do to keep the lead. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm not giving up on the season per se. I, you know, spoiler alert. I ultimately don't think we make the playoffs, even though man, the King team, Kings are kind of t- tempting us. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that I do think like getting leads like this can really help you long term, and of course, l- just learning how to keep a lead. Learning mm-hmm. hard lessons, even though yeah. even though we've learned many hard lessons up to this point right. in the season, like you know, I think I think there are lessons we can learn from this, and it'll help us long term, mm-hmm.
1: especially with this core of ours. Yeah, in a way, I also agree, but I feel like for the Kings, they really need to learn how to capitalize within the third and fourth quarter when you have that lead.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's just you know like. Well, we're not, th- and of course, Fox didn't play in this game. I'm sorry that I didn't mention that in the beginning, but mm, I think true. I think Fox, if Fox plays in this game, I think he would have definitely been able to disrupt uh, the the Thunder from coming back because you know he can get in there and draw a foul, kind of throw off the entire rhythm of Thunder. So you know that you know, of course, just a hard, uh, just a devastating loss for us. We blew, we definitely blew this one. Um, mm-hmm. so, but you know, I feel like there are lessons we can definitely learn from this loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, more notes for just—I'm uh, always just amazed at watching Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul has just mastered what a point point guard is, how to be a point guard. You know, some people call him the point god very much is and just every time he just as soon as he gets any kind of penetration immediately slips that pass before anyone even realizes to the rolling big man they get they somehow they just they will just end up
1: with an easy bucket yeah time. he's ridiculous like how old is he right now he's 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 at that age where he I think he's 32 declined. 31
0: 32 he's oh really don't remember, but, uh, yeah, he but just remember coming into the season, like how we were like saying, oh my god, this this team's gonna be terrible. Like mm-hmm. Chris Paul is washed and and, you know, and I don't know if a lot of people agree with me on this. I don't think they do this with Russ. No, I really don't think they would be able to do this with Russ. The effect just I think I think Chris Paul is just so good. At just what he does he doesn't take away from anyone's game either and it's incredible to just see Mm -hmm. see how he he plays
1: yeah he actually utilizes the team to actually score points or and whatnot you know
0: yeah he's he is amazing and you know like you know personality quirks aside i think that was one of the main reasons why a lot of people didn't want him but uh Mm -hmm. you know like he he is just the perfect leader for this team and to help Shea Gills' Alexander grow, um, so yeah, all the credit in the world is C- CP3. It's a pleasure watching him, despite you know him absolutely torturing us. Uh, he is 34,
1: yeah. actually. Holy crap! Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. I know he's old, but <laughs> he's he's at that, that age where you think there's no way he'd be able to keep up with this league. But after yeah. seeing him in this team right now, he's he's keeping up.
0: Yeah, he's great, and you know, in the All Star game, like there, I, I like there are certain All there are certain All Star games where you just look at like the lineup. I think one of the big ones was like DeMar DeRozan a few years ago, like mm-hmm. when I think it was in twenty eighteen All Star game. I like I felt like he didn't belong out there, you know, because he just just doesn't it doesn't have that star power to him. I don't know that that was my perception of him. But Chris Paul playing in this year's All Star game like he belonged belonged out there still mm-hmm. like one of the best players and the, not the best players in the league so one of the you know hot upper
1: tier like stars in the league do you think he'll be a hall of famer
0: of course you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> of course don't don't worry about that but yeah. uh okay um on to the next game uh so memphis grizzlies that game literally just ended about a few hours ago um so my first thing i want to get out of the way uh, Dylan Brooks, uh, up to this point in the month of February, shooting 30% from the field, um, not scoring more than 22 points. Uh, not scoring more than 22 points, and the 22 points was in a uh, game on Wednesday against Houston where they got blown up by 30, so it's not really 22 points, if you know what I mean. Uh, so he was really struggling coming into this game. Of course. Of course. When you are struggling, it's nice to play against the Kings, isn't it?
1: It it always happens, you know. These random players just blow up against the Kings.
0: I mean, to be fair, he was actually really good before the month of February. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's just that he's been a really horrible slump, and, you know, just, uh, like, I just certain players just play really well against the kings uh i before we i start we started this podcast i was actually thinking about starting a blog and actually wrote up an entire an entire like article essentially <laughs> about uh random role players that just do well against the kings and there was a long list of them and unfortunately i don't think that list will ever be published because you know it's a bit outdated but you know like certain role players like that it just that i never knew
1: about was just torch the kings now which role player in your opinion was the most notable that was great against the kings during that stretch yes
0: let me think i think it was the it started out with malik monk uh that was back in charlotte let's see
1: okay i i think i remember that game actually so
0: so that was in december 17th it was kind of a start of a really bad losing streak for us yeah malik monk i think had 23 and 10 that game mm-hmm. for no reason and <laughs> i just remember him hitting, hitting like these hit he hit like a, a like a deep like a semi-open look and then decided to just hit a step back three that really kind of broke open the game because it was a really close game up to that point um so, yeah, just random role players that just end up doing well against the Kings. I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is. Our defense is trash, basically. So, <laughs> although I will say, I, I see encouraging signs also in this game as well. Um, I always say, like, you know, when they when they say when there's penetration or when there's a double team, the first the first rotation to the first shooter when the pass gets kicked out is there. It's always the second or third. Rotation that still just isn't there. I, I was hoping that this would improve throughout the throughout the year, but it, I don't see that much improvement. Kings started out pretty bad in this game. We were getting a lot of these uh, mid-range jump shots, some threes, but none of them were falling down. Um, we ended up we ended up kind of st- we ended up falling. I think down by twelve. I think at one point, um it was double digits for sure. And Buddy Heel starts hitting hitting some shots. St- uh, shots start to go down. We take The lead in the middle of the second quarter and kind of never looked back after that. It was, although, although Grizzlies definitely did start to make make it interesting towards the end, uh, with two what I feel were fouls <laughs> towards the end when uh, uh, Fox got stripped, and then, uh, and then I think that that lets with three, and then. Uh, Harrison Barnes gets trapped and then also stripped by Josh Jackson, and I yeah. thought that was a foul, too, and which led to an and one for John ja Morant to bring it within one within t- with about 10 seconds to go. Uh, the Kings dribble it down court, uh, give it to Buddy Heald, who gets fouled, hits two free throws to um, bring the lead to 104 to 101. Uh, Tyus Jones gets a handoff and tosses up up a three, misses, and we barely squeak out out the win. Um, Notable scores, Um, uh, De'Aaron Fox in his first game back went 10 for 19 for 25 points, five assists, and four rebounds. Nemanja Bielica, 13 and 11. Uh, Harry Giles uh, continues his good play, 16 points, five rebounds, and two assists. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Bogey had a pretty rough game for the most part. Uh, hit a ra- hit a random contested three, I think, in the second quarter, which was always you know, kind of frustrating with him. Just like he just he was just, just makes shots for no reason sometimes. If that makes any <laughs> sense, like he just shoots a contested three and just makes it. Mm-hmm. What the hell? uh I Buddy mean- Hill was okay. Uh it was good. sorry
1: oh i mean he had eight rebounds and four assists if you he, he had a he, <laughs> he had a very
0: nice uh, pass to harry um down the stretch mm-hmm. like, a, like a nice little no look for, for a dunk mm-hmm. um buddy heel was four for damn he's four for 12 he's four for 12 from the field for 14 points Kent baysmore was a spark was the spark that kind of gave us a little separation in the uh, at the beginning of the fourth 13 points um Hit two threes, had four rebounds and two steals. I'm I'm lo- I'm loving Ken more. He's he's definitely becoming kind of just basically the replacement for Shump.
1: Mhm. Oh yeah. We haven't yes. had a guy like that since Shump, really. Well, pretty much. <laughs> it's only been about what a year now. Yeah, and you
0: know, like it's just just that guy. It's a kind of that emotional fire leader. Like I don't remember Iman being all that good on the court, but you know, just. Uh, like he provides, or Ken Bazemore, he provides a lot of that leadership and also just be, he's pretty, he's really good on the court. A very, a very solid defender and, you know, can dribble a little bit can, and, you know, hit threes. Kind of just, kind of just an all around good wing for us. Yeah. Uh, on the Grizzlies side of Jonas Valanciunas, 13 points and 25 rebounds. Jesus. Uh, John Moran had 20 points and 11 assists. Uh Dylan Brooks in his little you know, uh, revival game. I don't know. I don't know. He came back to life. Thirty-two points on twelve of twenty-two shooting, uh hit three threes and was 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 one of the guys I was pretty definitely worried about. Uh Anthony Mellon had ten points, including a big three down the stretch that brought the game to about six points, was it four points, I think. Yeah, four points. Mm-hmm. Actually, almost pulled it out for the, Almost pulled it out for the uh, Grizzlies. Um, Josh Jackson had nine, uh, although he only had nine points um, and only one three. He was all over the place. He was defending Aaron Fox very well. had uh, two had two crucial steals at the end when it looked like the game was over. I honestly thought he fouled uh, Fox and uh, Harrison Barnes, but hey, what are you going to do? Sometimes refs were very weird during this game.
1: Yeah, especially during the last few minutes of the fourth quarter, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, you know, us being Kings fans, I think we're always never gonna. Well, we're never gonna be objective in this. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did. But I did think the two steals that they got at the end were both fouls on oh, De'Aaron yeah. and De'Aaron and Harrison. Oh, and, for sure. You know, we all, you know, we almost cost ourselves the game in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Okay, well moving on to next week, uh, we have four games. I am not including uh, the Toronto game on Sunday because I'm gonna uh, this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, the week starts at the week starts on Sunday. So uh, the Toronto, so basically we have four total games next week. Uh, Sunday, Sunday against Detroit at home, and then Tuesday uh, with, against Washington at home, and then Thursday. Uh, we'll be 76ers, uh, on, so we have a three-game home homestand, home and then we hit the Portland on uh, Saturday. Um, so all of these are very much winnable games, and t- t- against two very bad teams as well in Detroit and Washington, Philadelphia is horrible on the road. Th- these are very much winnable games for us, but I smell trap game with these because I feel like the Kings are going to underestimate these guys and they're going to blow at least one of these games. Portland I think is going to be a very much a crapshoot. Um, I'm a, I'm actually I don't know if uh, Dame will be back, but I think even if Dame is back on Saturday, I do think it's a very much a winnable game even though it's in Portland. Mhm. So I am going to have them go four and oh during the during next week. Although wouldn't be all that surprised if they just dropped one one and hopefully they don't drop two games um just randomly because they just play down to their opponent's level.
1: No. At first I'm gonna say three and one, but as a Kings fan, I feel like it's gonna be two and two. That's that's my opinion.
0: You know what? I can't disagree with you. I I really want to blast you for it for you know not being a not being a delusional Kings fan. But you know, reason you're staying reasonable. So
1: you know, I mean, you, should I give my opinions of which teams we will lose to?
0: Sure. Actually, I wanna wanna see which ones which one do you think we're gonna I, lose to?
1: I feel like we'll lose against the 76 Sixers, regardless of their terrible road game history. <laughs> uh. And... Philadelphia
0: is without Simmons and Embiid though, I think. Mm.
1: So more okay. knows. More knows. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Yeah, you never know. <laughs> and the other one, I I feel like it's gonna be Washington, to be honest. Ugh. I feel like Beal's gonna go off and then a random guy from the Washington team's gonna go off. I wouldn't I I wouldn't be surprised if Rui Hachimura went off on us somehow. Oh, dear God,
0: the uh, the role the king's role player. Um, that I don't even know what to call it. Just yeah, but I hope that doesn't happen. I can honestly, now that you mention it, on oh my go off for 60. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Just go for the go for 100. Go break Wilk break Wilkes' record and somehow lose the game. It will
1: be hilarious. So I, I feel like we'll start off strong with Detroit Pistons. Well, like, we'll we'll go. Detroit beat the Suns today, by the way. So <laughs> oh dear God.
0: And a Derrick Rose game winner too. Well, the Derrick Rose ice uh, game icer because uh, they were up two and Derrick Rose had a runner to put him up four. Mm, oh man, I kind of want to
1: watch Derrick Rose now.
0: Yeah, Derrick Rose is nice. It's uh, you know like you know I feel bad for Detroit in some ways, but you know they they should really <laughs> release Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose would help a team, a team. I don't know which one it would be.
1: Yeah, it's 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 hard with his situation right now.
0: Yeah, so I have them going four and zero. You have them going two and two. So, and you said they're going to lose the Washington and Seventy Sixers, right?
1: That's yeah, that's my opinion.
0: Okay, I I'm not going to disagree with you to be honest. But you know, I, I'm going to have I'm going to go bold four and zero.
1: Yeah, we'll never know until we see the games next week.
0: Okay, well, uh, just moving on to some. Random topics. Uh, I, w- I was listening to Throne Room Breakdown, great podcast, by the way. Let, find it on Apple Podcasts, or if you have a subscription to The Athletic, to go find them there. With uh, they won't have ads if you do subscribe to them on The Athletic. Uh, so um, I'll start. I'll start by saying that I, I usually end up having to defend Vlade quite a bit. Now, th- th- don't get it twisted. I don't think he's been a great GM. I think he. I think objectively, you really can't say anything that. You cannot say he's been a good GM. He I think he's been mediocre at best. A lot of the a lot of the he's made a lot of very questionable moves and, and like Papianis, you know, to some degree. Uh, although I do believe in Marvin Bagley. The Marvin Bagley pick over, you know, Jaron Jackson and um uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Jaron Jackson and of course the Luca man, I would not have trapped trapped to Trey Young, but you know, just just those two guys. And you know, Trey Young is, you know, balling, just you know, as a basketball genius, the fact that, you know, Marvin Bagley was drafted over those guys, you can probably put that as a bad move as well. Um, it's just, I, and then you have a lot of these good moves that the Vladi has made, you know, drafting Fox, um, signing Rashawn, um, mm-hmm. and amongst some, amongst some other things, getting bogey for Marquise Chris, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he walk, walks ass backwards into these, just kind of gets lucky. Because in 2017, yeah. we—I mean, I guess we could have had Jason Tatum, because mm-hmm. we had pick swaps that that uh, year. Basically, if we didn't do that—that that stupid Rondo trade, well, the trade to essentially get Rondo um, oh, on the man. team, on the team, that, we could have yeah. had Jason Tatum.
1: So yeah, <laughs>
0: there, there's that, there's that, and you know. I, you know, I always try to defend him because people always try to, I guess, act like he's never done anything good. He has done some good things. You know, as, as much as, you know, trading Boogie was was devastating to the franchise, you, you also can't really say we came out looking worse. That, that was the right move. And, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, unfor- a lot of it has to do with Boogie getting injured. I, you know, unfortunately, but we were about to pay that man $50 million. So...
1: Yeah, we. I mean, we just got lucky overall, to be honest.
0: Yeah. So again, my point. My point being, Levante walks ass backwards in a lot of these, and you know, I always try to defend him uh, for a lot of his moves. I think. I think there are a lot of good things he's done, but then you just hear stories, and I'm just like, what in the hell is go- what the hell, <laughs> really? So uh, on the throne room breakdown, Jason Jones apparently detailed that um, Vladi really wanted to pay Willie uh, right. Willie Coley Stein for for you guys who don't know. Uh, Willie Coley Stein is currently on the Mavericks, sitting on the bench on a veteran's minimum because he just you know he's his he's not his attitude isn't the most amazing um, and he tends. And he tends to say some really weird things in the media. And the reason, the only reason why Vlade, we ended up not paying Willie, uh, we were about to pay him like I think ten million, over ten million a year for multiple uh-huh. years. So uh-huh. basically, the re- main reason why was because Willie's agent came out and basically wanted to test out the free market and essentially burned that bridge with Vlade, which basically that's the reason why Willie is gone. We Vlade wanted to keep him, which. Ah, uh, that's that just sends shivers down my spine thinking about that.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, at the time when we drafted him, it was, it was, yeah, it, it was. See the, the choice. potential.
0: I mean, I mm-hmm. see what they were looking for: seven foot guy, like legit yeah. seven foot, a decent perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. You know, a very fast center, and you know, yes. a lot of these guys, like you, you always have a lot of. T- unfortunately bad teams are usually the ones that do this you no
1: know, we could teach him to shoot mm-hmm. now in my opinion for willie when we drafted him we had cousins i mean come on why draft the nerve center i don't know now when we sent him off to the free market i thought well of course at the time which was last season we had a such a fast-paced game and theoretically like i'm saying now. Theoretically, Willie would have fit our system because, he, of course, he is a fast center. He could get the lobs and uh, get those fast breaks. And uh, I'm not too sure about his pick and roll game, though.
0: Uh, I think his pick and roll game overall is okay. I will I will counter by saying that we. With the current system that Luke is running, we would not be running all that fast. No, now, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's really Luke's fault because the rumblings I've heard is that Luke tells them to play fast, they just don't for some reason.
1: Mm, I see.
0: So, you know, Lord knows maybe 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 you can say that Luke maybe just needs to yell at his team to run more, but you know, I'm I'm just not going to dive into that. That's just a
1: nightmare. Um, I mean, yeah, we wouldn't have known anyway until we watched this season.
0: Yeah, I mean. You know, this season has been a real roller coaster ride, but I am—I'm glad, even though the Denman thing kind of ended up kind of fly, flying, kind of <laughs> backfiring as badly as it did. Uh, we did end up getting Rashawn out of all this, and Rashawn is what we wanted Willie to be.
1: Like honestly, yeah, we got—we just got super lucky for half the price of Willie too, what we would have paid him.
0: Oh yeah, and you know, like again, I. I you know like cuz Rashawn was signed really li- like almost right before the season started so again we clearly had no- I think he was actually insurance for Harry cuz Harry we didn't know if he was healthy it was a weird oh. thing with his knee at the time
1: yeah i mean for the first half of the season for harry i i really thought he's not going to be with us anymore but mm-hmm. during the past couple weeks I'm, I'm i'm seeing those glimpses and i'm hoping that he's he'll pick back i mean he he picked back dub of course but hopefully he'll uh continue to play like this and hopefully he can stay because i i, I like him
0: oh no he he can definitely stay it's just mm-hmm. the question of why would he stay at this point because you know cuz we can not offer him much money it's cuz we decline his option and oh dear gosh and of course he and of course he's kind of auditioning right now for the rest of the league because He's doing so well. A lot of teams want him.
1: And oh, like no. a
0: lot of people are saying he like he would, he would be great with the Warriors. <laughs> oh no. Oh. You know, Lord, Lord knows like I've seen I don't know how I don't know what it, what this what this is worth, but you know, he tweets like all the time, he posts on Instagram all the time that he loves Sacramento. Lord knows. I don't know I don't know what that's worth.
1: Mhm i, I mean,
0: imagine I imagine katie loved oklahoma city before he left yeah. so yeah uh, I mean, it's it's a sad i th- i I, lo- I loved harry i still mm-hmm. love i still love him and it's it's always kind of just makes me cringe that we declined his option he probably isn't gonna stay it's it's a 50 50 option or mm-hmm. it's a 50 50 thing at this point
1: what call it? did you remember the tweet from harry I think during college about Sacramento.
0: I mean to be no, he was fifteen. So
1: no. right. Oh, oh fifteen. Jeez.
0: So you know, like, yeah, that exists. And yeah, you showed me and you know, I was disappointed in Harry, but you know, you, you can grow up.
1: hmm I mean he's uh, what now, twenty?
0: Twenty one or twenty one I think almost twenty two. I do I'm not sure. I'll have to check, mm-hmm. but uh yeah. So yeah, um, just it's just getting harder and harder by the day to ever defend Vlade, and you know I think ultimately he has to go. I just don't think it has. To, I don't think it should be this season, just because you know I don't want to fire another general manager and because and also fire another coach. I would know, like to see some st- stability in this organization for once, and you know. And who who knows what happens this off season? But I do think he stays for at least one more season, just because he has the excuse of the injuries. Um, okay, uh, last topic we're gonna you know talk about. We won't. I won't dive too deep into this because this is just a rumor right now. Uh, there was a just an, a short article on Yahoo that just popped up on my feed uh, that just says there's a rumor going around that uh, the Warriors acquired Andrew Wiggins to. To basically try and get make a run at Giannis,
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to work.
0: I don't think so either. But you know, like uh, I, I was, I was just going to use this um, this headline to kind of just try and make a point in, in some ways. Uh, so for for the past few seasons, we've been kind of condition. I feel conditioned in a, to a certain degree the think that this regular season just doesn't matter because the Warriors the first year, the 2017 with the first year they got KD, they seem to care about the regular season, but for the past two years, they did not give a, give a rat's ass really about the regular season. They were just so talented. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just had to flip the switch to um, basically just do well in the playoffs. And of course, the, of course um, in 2018, it worked, but in 2019, you know, injuries happened but like without the injuries they likely still would have won the NBA championship I, I won't i won't go into that rabbit hole but the fact is you know we've been conditioned to you know not really care about the regular season and ratings are down and i think a lot of it has to do with this this perception that it doesn't really matter what you do in the regular season anymore right
1: no yeah i i understand what you're getting at
0: and, you know, like, that's debatable to a certain degree. Um, I think sometimes it is very much beneficial to have home court, although, you know, in order to be a good team, you've got to be able to win on the road. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, so ratings are down. A lot of people just don't really care about the regular season because it does it's not really an indicator for anything else. And, you know, Giannis this year uh, with the Bucks is on pace to win 70 games and if they end up winning 70 games and somehow not winning the championship then it's just going to further reinforce this idea that the regular season doesn't matter and i think ratings will continue to drop because of it and you know and the second half of it although i don't i don't think he'll end up leaving the bucks you know the, this idea that you know small market teams just can't do just can't do anything to keep a guy like Giannis around you know he he might force his force his way to Golden State somehow which is Mm -hmm. which will be how this will have to happen like you know because they don't have the cap space to trade for him (laughs) they don't have the cap space to actually sign him so it's not a KD situation
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, so I, I just think this This idea, of course, ESPN does this all the time, and I cannot imagine how annoying it is to be a Bucs fan sometimes, that Giannis has two years left on his contract, and any time you hear about the Bucs, it it usually ain't about them on pace to win 70 games. It's about how Giannis is a free agent in 2021. Really? Hmm. Not 2020. (laughs) That's this (laughs) offseason. Yeah. He has two years left on his contract, and they already talk about him leaving. Jeez. It's very and I, I cannot imagine how annoying this would be. Because I cause I see this coming for Fox soon. Like for real. Although I he I imagine he signs the Max rookie extension. Maybe we'll talk yeah. about it in five years. Yeah. Or as early so. or, or as early as next season. because <laughs> because mm-hmm. he you know, they'll talk about it. oh maybe Fox will force a trade off Sacramento.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we'll and then we'll just get annoyed and I'll just have to tune that shit out. But I, I cannot imagine how annoying that is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That you have this transcendent player, and all the national media ever wants to talk about is, you have. Imagine he be, was playing for the Lakers, the Warriors, and God forbid the Knicks. Like that, thats thats that I cannot imagine how annoying that is. That—that's just—that's just my thought on that subject. And yeah, I just—I don't think it will happen. I really hope it doesn't happen. By the way,
1: uh, I mean, you never know. Being a being a Kings fan, yeah, it's just you never know. You never. And this know. is
0: coming from a guy who's kind of a closet Warriors fan, so you know, <laughs> kind of rooting for the Warriors to be good again, but not not this way, not not like this. Y'all 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 doing y'all doing it with Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I don't care. Doing y'all doing it with Andrew Wiggins.
1: <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Yeah. I mean, they still have two good players on top of that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like they have, like, it's not overwhelming, like how KD, because <laughs> I, I mean, I described them as basketball Thanos and, you know, they, 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 you know, they, the Raptors ran into the one timeline that they could have beaten the uh, Warriors. So yeah, but mm. they're, they're not as overwhelming favorites as they were. they like, they're they're mortal team.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. They got injured.
0: Yeah, and you know, they don't have KD anymore, and you know, Wanger mm-hmm. Wiggins is their is their Harrison Barnes replacement. We'll see if he's <laughs> I mean, Lord, they'll love yeah. to have Harrison Barnes back now,
1: but And of course their all star Draymond Green is going off. Am I right?
0: I mean, like, you know, the thing is he has the care. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he clearly doesn't give a shit
1: right now. So,
0: <laughs> Like, you know, we don't know. Really. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't believe a shot will ever come back, but like, I think that defense, like Draymond, I don't think Draymond will ever get the recogniz- recognition for how good his defense is mainly because of his reputation as kind of an asshole. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of non-Warriors fans all around the league hate him. So, and rightfully mm. so. Yeah. And so yeah, um, yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, you have anything else? You, any I, any things you want to talk about?
1: Uh, bringing up the point of um, why like winning all of these games. Would you think a shorter season would? help accommodate that i
0: moment. am all for the shorter season i am all for it and sh- mm-hmm. of course i wouldn't go this much shortening it to 58 games i think is a little extreme
1: uh yeah that's kind of short
0: maybe around like somewhere around the 60s but you know there mm-hmm. are nuances uh you know involving it like it's not exactly easy to book venues you know mm-hmm. and you know uh ticket prices will of course go up yeah um, and, you know, I'm fine with that. I I barely go to games anyways. Um, and the games I go to, I, I tend to kind of value them very highly. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I I, mean, I, I'm all for just less games because there are too many games to follow, man.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, luckily nowadays, I mean, with us kings, ticket prices are pretty low. <laughs> but since we're coming back and up, man, ticket price is going back up. <laughs>
0: Uh, i I, I, re- I really want to go to the New Orleans game. It's just on a Wednesday,
1: is it oh I, I mean, I do too, but it's it's actually kind of one of the mid-tier prices at the moment,
0: yeah, the, the league hasn't caught on the Zion yet. Mm-hmm. that's a that's a fact. well, not the league, but the general fan and the uh, casual fan I don't think has caught on to the power of Zion. mhm-. I imagine those prices are going to go up. I, I was actually really disappointed that he wasn't. Well, actually, there was no indication that he was going to play. But you know, I bought those tickets. I was like, kind of want to see, kind of want to see if Zion's going to play.
1: Uh, wait, which game was that?
0: Oh, uh, that was the Pelicans game that earlier this year.
1: Oh, did he play? I, I, he did not play. Uh, oh, unfortunately. I probably mean, my
0: I... one chance to see Zion really, because ticket prices are going to go up, and I'm probably not going to the one that's happening. Um, on wednesday the, yeah wednesday the 11th yeah So yeah unfortunately that'll actually be a big game if we're if we if we keep this momentum to that point that's gonna be a big game in terms of yeah. like us making the playoffs
1: looking at the schedule yeah i gotta say it's kind of easy kind of it's doable
0: it's very much doable. Although the final few games are going, the final three three games are going to be kind of brutal. It, you know, I imagine Steph's going to be back for that final Golden State game on the 15th of April. <sighs> yeah, and it is a it is a back to back. Wow, great.
1: Oh man, Wakers Den Warriors. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll see. But like.
0: You know, I'm optimistic. I don't uh, of course, I don't think we'll end up you know ultimately making the playoffs. I thought it'd be great um, although <laughs> there is part, and of, of course we're we're Kings fans. we of course, we're rooting for our team to make it. But imagine the storyline. New Orleans makes it.
1: oh man.
0: I want to see <laughs> like I, I was watching the Lakers game of was it on like
1: oh, the versus Pelicans?
0: Yeah, Lakers his Pelicans. I think it was Saturday, and I I was just waiting the whole game for Zion to just dunk on LeBron. I think he dunked on AD or he he laid it in over AD and Mm -hmm. just kind of bullied AD. But like, would the universe explode if if that happened? (laughs) Dunking on LeBron?
1: Like, I was waiting for the whole game, but it didn't happen. I mean, it's it, it might as well be the passing of the torch. Yeah, in a way.
0: And, uh, yeah, it's just, Zion is fun to watch. It's just, that's a, yeah. A mm-hmm. Thick man, just bullying. Bullying grown-ass men. It, they didn't really interact, unfortunately, either. I, I want to see Zion try to post up LeBron.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that'd be amazing. Cause
0: I think he posted up, like, once or, well, no, he drove at AD and kind of just moved him out of the way like he was some child.
1: Yeah, let's see. That was on Tuesday. That was Tuesday? Yeah.
0: What?
1: Yeah, Tuesday, February 25th. Sadly, I wish I watched that game, Los Angeles versus New Orleans Pelicans. But instead, I watched Kings versus Warriors. Why why would you do that to yourself? (laughs) Why would you do that to yourself? (laughs) I mean, because I'm a Kings fan. That looked... (laughs) I, find I, something else to do <laughs> just find something else to do I, I, I that ain't bad. worth it that bad, ain't worth it that's a horrible choice i, I now, now i feel bad no I, that, I felt bad i didn't even know that, that game was happening this is a
0: this is a bad life decision <laughs> I, I get i get caking for the kings i get being a homer but like you, you gotta watch a new orleans game man
1: oh man i only watched like a few pelicans games with uh Zion in it, but yeah, th- that's probably one of the biggest regrets. I mean I could watch it online maybe. Yeah,
0: I still haven't actually found uh, we won't talk about it because it's legal, but uh, uh yeah. So but I yeah didn't... but yeah, just uh that, I'm I'm still I'm still caking for us to um that's a weird word. I'm still cheering for us to win to get into the playoffs. Cause, you know, Kings versus Lakers, that's a storyline all on its own. Oh, that'd be Won't be competitive at all, but you know, like it's a storyline. Uh. But uh, again, but back back to the back to kind of the state. I guess the statement that I made at the end of last episode, even if we even if we make the play, even if we make the playoffs, let's just say, and we just get absolutely demolished for by the uh, by the Lakers. or hell, we we pull out one game, or oh my God, we pull out two. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Just getting that experience is so valuable for our young guys, you know, because mm. like, because every game, if we keep up this, you know, this momentum for at least a little bit and we actually get to the end of the seat, we get towards even closer to the end of the season, to the end of March, to the beginning of to mid April, and we're still in the playoff race. We're playing for high stakes at that point. And even if we end up not making the playoffs, just being able to kind of stay in those games and being You know, being able to play well when stakes are high and when the pressure is up, you know, that is our playoffs. That's Mm -hmm. that's valuable experience. And, you know, you want to you can crap on like, you know, uh, bogey and buddy for being old and all, but like they haven't been to the playoffs. They're still Mm -hmm. young. They're still inexperienced.
1: Yeah, that'd be amazing to see going back to the playoffs.
0: And, of course, like at this point, if we even if we tank all the games, we're not we're not getting anywhere near where the warriors are. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. it, it's, it doesn't Sorry matter too, And of course, like uh, again, if we if, even if like let's just say we for some like we tank and we get like the fourth pick, the third pick, really trust Vlade to make the right pick?
1: No, <laughs> no, I do not trust him.
0: So that's why that's why I, I mean, I'm not rooting for this to get a get a lower pick, but like if we get a lower pick, it kind of protects us from ourselves in a way mm-hmm. so you know, of course, the lowering lowering of expectations, but you know you know I'm just being realistic here, you really trust Vladi to make the right pick,
1: yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to ride that bus and see this summer,
0: yeah. It'll be an interesting summer. We'll see how things start to play out. Again, Kings are picking up some some momentum. We are now three games back and probably two and a half after tomorrow because uh, Grizzlies are going on a back to back. They're playing against the Lakers tomorrow, so uh, chalk that up as an L. Let's hope so. Yeah, they're they are they are some rough patch, man. I feel bad for Grizzlies fans.
1: Uh, I mean.
0: I mean, I don't really, because you know, <laughs> y'all, you, you, y'all, you guys will be fine.
1: Let's see what else is tomorrow. Ah, uh, Portland against Atlanta too. That's gonna be a breeze for them.
0: For Atlanta or for Portland? Portland. Is I don't think help? so. Like Trey Young gets hot, and Trey yeah. Young, I think, is playing tomorrow. So
1: I'm just, I'm. I mean, of course, I hope Portland loses because that'll get us closer to the eighth seed.
0: Yeah, uh, like that, that's uh, Hawks are like one of those very high variance teams like, like they, cause they cause they're, you know, relying a lot on three and Trey Young isn't really a great shooter but he, he chucks them mm-hmm. you know, he can get hot you know, the oh. man's a, the man's a basketball genius, so
1: Oh shoot, Sunday is also Los Angeles Lakers versus Pelicans too Oh Okay, the, this, this time I'll watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, you better watch it. You, you you cannot miss this twice.
1: Or maybe I could watch Kings versus the Pistons Sunday, March first.
0: That's well, at three p.m. Oh, you know. Yeah. I don't know. When's when Pelicans versus Lakers?
1: Uh, eight p.m. Eastern time. So wait, five. Six. six. I thought or six. six. Wait. I, I'm mixed No, no, up. Th- no,
0: no. You're right. Five. Yeah. What?
1: Oh, you try! <laughs> I know math. Okay. No. <laughs>
0: uh, I guess we'll end it here. We went on a pretty big rant about the NBA, basically. So okay, that that's a good place to kind of end it on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be back uh, next next Saturday, uh, hopefully. Right, right after probably right after the uh, Portland game, uh, and then we'll hopefully, you know. Hopefully we do good this month and uh, sprinkle us some playoff hopes. Or no, baby. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't say that and say two and two.
1: <laughs> I'm uh, hoping for a no. I'm no, you, you gotta, you it though. I just Well,
0: you gotta, you got you got you got to you got to put it down into the podcast.
1: Put it down.
0: Yeah, you, you All right, all right. All right, what last chance. Last chance.
1: What do you what? think? What do you
0: think? What do you think the Kings are gonna go at?
1: I wish for a no. Wish. <laughs> I know they're going for 0 no. I'm going, going high
0: stakes. High. Oh, I don't know what the stakes are actually gonna be. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna do anything, even if they don't go for a no. But uh, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, let's just end it. Yeah, let's just end it right here. All right. All right. We'll <laughs> be back next week. Yep. Thank you for listening. If you are somehow still listening.